Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is a Monday evening. It's a pop-up episode, and we are joined by two guests tonight. Kind of a different episode, something we haven't done before, but from FSU softball, Devin Flaherty and a former FSU softball player, Alex Powers. Ladies, thank you for joining us. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Good. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having us. You don't you don't have to say that just to be honest, but we <laughs> we definitely appreciate it. Um, cool. Well, double fries, no slaw. We talked a little bit about this um, before we got started, but brought to you by Guthrie's. We appreciate them and their support. Um, Alex told us she hasn't had that yet, which is a little disheartening. About to graduate with two degrees from FSU and hasn't had Guthrie's. I feel like they should hold back that degree until that second degree, at least until you have it. But Devin, you're, you're well acquainted with Guthrie's, correct? Like, do you get, do you get a double fries, no slaw or how, like, what's the situation? I do. I definitely am not, not a cool slaw girl. <laughs> Very good. We had some, we had some folks on from the, I will tell this to every FSU athlete we have going on just so you guys can judge them. But we had some folks from the swimming team on. And they were from Britain and they were like, Oh yeah, we love coleslaw. We put it on everything. Like we put that on pizza. And I'm like, that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Like I just, so, um, but anyway, glad to hear that you're not a coleslaw girl. We, we do ask like the very tough questions first. So I'll ask you, I'm going to steal your answer of burrito border, but if you graduated and you were leaving and obviously you got a couple of years to worry about this, unless you're like Alex, you come back. But if you graduated, you were leaving, you were having your last meal in Tallahassee. Again, we talked with Kaylee last year, and she said that you put her on a burrito border. So I'm not going to let you answer with that. But what's your last meal in, in Tallahassee? What are you getting? Um, I'm going to have to go Roboto's probably. Oh, let's go. How, I like it. Yeah. Do you? Are you like me? Do you drown that thing in yum yum sauce? Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's the only way to do it, right? Yeah. What do you what about you, Alex? Like you're leaving Tallahassee, you're moving somewhere, like your last meal there. Um, I'm a fan of breakfast, so I'd probably go to Canopy Road Cafe. Um, I love that place. So Yeah. I had like a I think like a steak sandwich or something the last Ooh. time I was there. Steak burrito, steak quesadilla or burrito or something. Steak and eggs, know. yeah. Something. It was great. <laughs> but now we appreciate you guys a ton for jumping on. We'll be a little bit more serious um going for you here. But Devin, I'll start with you. I know that, you know, a lot of excitement around last year's team, obviously making the national championship, just a, you know, a game away from winning it all. And then this year starts and the team is absolutely on fire. Um, only lost two games. How, how much would you say that losing last year has motivated you guys to go out and play the way that you have to start this year so far? Yeah, I would say um, it's a pretty big, motivation but also at the same time we're not really focused on last year you know Frankie our head of equipment kind of came up with a saying on the back of our lift shirts and it says you know nobody cares work harder and so we knew like it was going to be a big talk national runner-up losing to Oklahoma um, but we're a new team we're a new squad and no squad's the same and we bring a lot of we're kind of young but we also bring a lot of um older people back and some talent back. And so it's just really cool to see how early it formed and then to go through the season and have the highs and the lows of last year and then be able to teach some of the rookies about that this year and kind of see how we come together. It's It's been really cool, and I don't think anyone really expected it. We kind of just came out to play Florida State softball, and we got to learn a lot about ourselves early on, and we still are. And I think that's, that's what's so cool is just kind of seeing how different we are than last year and um, you know, obviously using last year as a lesson as well. 
Devin, it, it, you just mentioned Frankie. So Red Lightning, a, a legend <laughs> for, for all Florida State fans going back to that 2013 season. I think it started in the Syracuse game when he was going stride for stride with the Kermit Whitfield down the sideline. Right. Um, he was with you guys for a national title. He's with the, with the soccer team. Is mm-hmm. he just a good luck charm? And how cool is it having him? Because most Florida State fans probably know who he is, but don't know anything about him other than the, those 2013 football highlights. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so cool. Frankie Frankie does so much for us, and he brings, you know, he obviously does his job amazingly, but he just brings energy every single day, and he wants the best for us, and um, he really is just there every step of the way for soccer for us, um, both on revenge tours this year, he likes to call it, and he's kind of ran with it, and it's just been really cool to see kind of how he stepped in and kind of just taken a part in our family, and um, it's just so funny that, Everyone kind of tweets about him every chance they get. Like he was got some TV time in Clearwater, and it's just so cool to see how much attention he still gets. And we we love to see it as a team too because he deserves it. So so how cool is that playing in Clearwater? You're you know you played high school in Sarasota. Yeah. Um, j- just what about everything from picking Florida State? You probably had some out of state schools coming after you. Yeah. Um, but you chose Saint State. Was it was it always going to be a state school? And then uh, you kind of mentioned it, getting to come back and play basically at home. How cool is that to do that in a tournament? Yeah, playing at Clearwater feels like home. Uh, grew up playing at Eddie Seymour. Like all of my travel ball days, have a lot of like really great memories there. Um, and we actually went to my house um, to have dinner one night in Clearwater. So that was really awesome, getting to show the team kind of a little bit about me and my family. Um, But it's awesome. I mean, I love Florida State. I would choose it a million times over. I think Alex can, you know, kind of say the same thing. There's just no better place to be. And Clearwater is always a great experience for this team, no matter the wins or the losses. It teaches us so much so early um, and just gets us in an environment that you might not see till closer to the end of the year. So it was, it was really cool and love playing all the great competition and love how tough our schedule is every year. Um, I definitely want to get back to Clearwater. I went to, I took my daughter to the Texas game, which I was thankful because it was much, she's three. So it was much less stress than having her like at the UCLA game on Sunday night. Then I'd probably lost her or something. So anyway, um, I'll transition there to Alex though, because I want to talk about that. And then obviously the big game against Alabama that we had some other big stuff coming up as well. But Alex, you were there um, for, for Devin's recruiting process. And we talked about that a a week or so ago. Um, Talk to us a little bit about that. And I want to talk a little bit about your career and then we'll kind of bounce back and forth with, with both of you, but talk to us about being there for Devin's recruit, like what your first impressions were, what your thoughts were. um, And then, you know, follow that up with like, how cool it is to see her like last year started all every game of the season. She's making web gyms every other game and really productive behind the plate. And so just talk about uh, kind of the beginning to even now of, of watching her. Yeah. So I, there's a couple of people um, between Deb and Sid that I got to see heavily in their recruiting process because of their visibility and how much they were at Florida state and Tallahassee and how highly the coaches would speak of them. So seeing it all kind of come full circle has been really cool because they're not the only athletes that were kind of brought up and around our team, especially when I was there. Um, Devin was younger. And I think that really the coolest part in seeing her succeed now has been that there's been so many athletes that have come through and um, come up throughout their young years. And, you know, while they were being recruited, they were committed. They spent a year or two at Florida State, but really seeing Devin stay the course 
and then find a lot of success while she's there has been probably the coolest thing. And one of the things I'm most proud of, um, I would hope that she would re remember, but um, Dev and Jess and I went to a volleyball game when the rest of the team went to like a, one of those trampoline bounce houses because Dev had just torn her ACL and um, I had hurt myself too, obviously tore a couple ACLs. And then Burroughs was just a little bit clumsy, you know, being a pitcher and whatever else. And so we all had to go do something else, an extracurricular, while the rest of the team went to, what is that trampoline, that bounce house place. So um, that was fun. That's definitely something I remember. Um, yeah. So. That's cool. So they, you've, you've also, okay, I want to talk to you about your career too, but you, so you've transitioned a little bit and you've mm -hmm. been calling some games. You're on yeah. the call this weekend. What a welcome you got to calling uh, games with yeah. <laughs> a 24 inning marathon doubleheader uh, yeah. a few weeks ago. I, uh, I, we've talked about it on the podcast, but I legitimately started watching the game, took my wife to dinner, got ice cream, came back home and still watched the last two innings of the game. Pretty, pretty ridiculous there. Um, but going back to your career, yeah. they showed the walk-off against Florida and you downplayed that you yeah. totally, we're not going to let you do that here. That's not allowed <laughs> on this podcast. I, I appreciate humility, but we all know how much we hate Florida <laughs> and Miami. Yeah. And we all know what those, what those rivalries mean in every sport. It doesn't matter what it is. Like I drove to Orlando for men's and women's tennis to watch them play Florida. Like it's just, that's just what we do. How good did that feel to walk um, off against them yeah. <laughs> in that situation? Let's talk about that one. Uh, yeah, one of the best moments of my career. Um, it's funny because some of the other ones don't really even involve my own success, but that one was a really cool one. Um, I think the biggest piece of that was um, failing throughout the game. I had like three strikeouts that day. I was like one for four going in or zero oh for four going into that at bat. And um, just the game doesn't know. And that's kind of the coolest thing. And that's kind of where I, what I hung my hat on. And especially with it being my senior year, um, last home game of the regular season um, of my career at Florida State, 11th inning. My number was 11. It was really fitting. The count was one and one. So it was just kind of like everything falling into place. And by far, one of the coolest things I've ever in my life done. I don't even really remember it. If, if I'm being honest, I literally blacked <laughs> out. Um, so if I'm being completely honest, as soon as I hit the ball and threw my hands up in the air, like I don't even remember the rest of it other than crossing <laughs> home plate and celebrating. So um, that was really cool. So Alex, I, I want to get into your broadcasting career a little bit in a second, but you, you did spend some time with the USSA Pride. Um, just how cool is that to be able to, expand your career beyond just college um and get to play with someone like a jesse warren who you play with that florida state as well like that that just seems like a really cool transition and now what you're getting into beyond that it just seems like a really nice natural flow of progression yeah um playing in the pro league was one of the most humbling things that i've ever done in my career and probably my life um, you're humbled quickly because of the talent that you're around and you're also humbled because of the way in which you train and prepare and try to improve. And so um, it required so much self-awareness, so much accountability, so much just dedication and commitment to your craft. And um, I learned so much in the pro league and so much so now that I always kind of joke like, oh, I wish I could go back to college now knowing what I know about the game, the sport and life. Um, I got to compete alongside as my teammates, the home run leader in Lauren Chamberlain people that were my rivals in college. You know, I've uh, befriended very heavily a couple of people that quite frankly, I didn't think I'd like beyond my college career because uh, we were such, 
you know, rivalry opponents um, throughout those college years. And so getting to play alongside them and be their teammate was one of the coolest experiences between Lauren and Kaylani Ricketts and Hannah Rogers, Amanda Lorenz, Sid Romero, Sierra Romero. There's so many great names in the game that I got exposed to simply because I took the chance to play professional. And I'm so grateful and I was so humbled by the experience. And, and Devin, TJ kind of got into with Alex a little bit about her side of things, like helping to recruit you to Florida State. But what was about Florida State and Coach A that really made you say, yeah, this this is where I want to go for the next four years. Um, we've had plenty of, of her players on this podcast, and they all have nothing but great things to say about her. Do you remember anything from your recruiting visit to Florida State? And what were your parents parents telling you and just was how easy was it to give that yes to coach a yeah I mean it was definitely a different process because we were so young but I think the thing that stands out the most to me in the recruiting process was just the girls like Alex like to hear you know Alex talking about um kind of like how she's seen my success it's just crazy to me because I grew up looking at Alex and being like oh my God, she's so good. She's so amazing. Like, I want to be like her, like girls like her and Jesse and JB and all of them, you know, I was just around them a lot. And so looking up to them and hearing her kind of talk about me is kind of surreal, honestly, because I'm, you know, I'm here, but if he just talks about like in this culture, it's just, it's not really about yourself. It's about like everyone else and how can you make it better when, you know, better than you found it. And that's like exactly what AP did. And I think Honestly, hearing the girls talk about the culture and how they felt about each other is what made me make my decision because, I mean, I was pretty set on like a different school because my parents had both gone to Florida State and then, you know, my family went to Florida State or my brother went to Florida State and now my sister's coming here to play beach volleyball. So it's kind of like a family ordeal and I wanted to be a little bit different, but um, I came on one last visit and I hung out with um, the whole team and they were kind of just talking about the culture and what it's like here. And it kind of just made my decision really easy. And um, it was it was pretty easy after that, but um, definitely a difficult recruiting process a little bit because you're so young. But kind of just hearing AP talk about me is really crazy because just like knowing who she is, and what she's done for this program is um, pretty incredible. It's going to make um, me cry. <laughs> <laughs> we're live. We're live. We, we can't end this. So. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, Devin, we've seen you. Okay. So you talked about Clearwater. Obviously, that Sunday night game, how cool it was for not only it to be the primetime game, but on ESPN, you know, and the exposure that, um, that not only softball, but just women's sports in general got uh, from, from being on that. Um, platform and then a few weeks ago um again on the sec network which it always feels good when like a, like when when the baseball team plays on the sec network and then they beat you know the gators or you, know, you guys play on the sec network and we we beat the sec team right because everything's going to be a little bit biased towards them a little bit slanted their way but um i i thought in this game and i don't mean to i don't mean to like pat you on the back too much but mm -hmm. i thought your catch at the end of the fifth inning i guess yeah right before right before michaela got up there were two on we were having a tough time uh retiring that side you caught an absolute screamer right and into the inning and i don't know if that scores another run if it gets to the wall it scores two you know but you know so i don't really know where the right fielder was or, or who could have gotten mm -hmm. into it but an absolute huge play 
you've had a few plays like that this year that really were massive in the field. And then hitting's been really good too. Like you've, you know, been good on both sides. I want to know what gets you more amped up, like a, a play like that against Alabama that maybe saves a run or two mm-hmm. or a double that scores a run or two. Like what, what do you get more excited about? Uh, what do you like more? I'll let you go from there. Um, honestly, I, I just like, like my team, like I always, if you watch me, like I'm not really the home run hitter and I hit after Michaela a lot. So like every time Michaela, it's like a big home run, I'm like jumping up and down. Um, I kind of just try to play my role and we play really smart defense. So talk a lot in that line drive, Kaylee and I talked about it. I think it almost broke my finger. Um, and then Kaylee was like, yeah, I'm glad you caught it. And so it's just funny. I mean, I think, um, it was that's a really cool play to make and hitting the double is really awesome. But like Alex even said it, like my favorite part of that game is hands down Michaela's home run. I mean, it's so amazing. And every other like amazing memory I have in college that I can think about was my favorite one is all my teammates. I think Danny Morgan has like three of my favorite memories. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, both are cool and I'm happy. I'm just really happy. I can produce on both sides of the ball, you know, college that ball is really hard and, I would say I've had to uh, work really hard to become the player I am. I'm not as naturally gifted maybe as some people are. So to be able to really help my team win whatever way I can and um, be a solid factor in that, I'm just happy to do it. You know, Alabama, I wasn't having a great game offensively, so I'm happy I could contribute defensively. And other games, you know, I might not have the best game defensively, and I'm just more happy that I can, you know, score some runs for us or even, you know, just make something happen. Yeah. I'll say that um, Danny's was Danny's um, last year at the women's college. Was that to tie it up or was that to take the lead? I think it was to tie it up, right? I think we were down, I, down we two were and down it was a two run shot. Zero, I think. So I think it was yeah. to take the lead, but then they. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you're the, right. Most, yep. the most surreal moment. And yeah. then Danny had a grand slam my freshman year against Alabama. Also yeah. the most surreal moment. So all of <laughs> These amazing memories, like they're not, <laughs> they're my teammates, and I'm just like so happy and lucky I get to be a part of them. It's yeah. so cool. We feel it too, though, because I was gonna say, like, so Danny's, we were at a restaurant and I was watching on my phone under the table, and so like I got yelled at when she hit it because I was supposed to be focusing on dinner that night. <laughs> and then against Alabama, my kids were down, and you know, I mean, you you were there playing, right? Like we you know, it was late in the game and we hadn't scored but one run and you just felt like, well, mm-hmm. it's not our night, you know, like we'll just, and then she hits that and I woke the kids up and got yelled <laughs> at for that too. So anyway, um, <laughs> the biggest source of uh, frustration in this relationship is just me yelling about you guys hitting home runs and stuff. So um, <laughs> speaking of home runs and stuff, Alex, how, uh, talk to us a little bit about broadcasting, what you like about that, what's been kind of neat with that. And then, how hard is it? Because I've sat in the press box for a couple of games. How hard is it not to react? Um, if 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 for nothing else, out of sheer exhaustion yeah. of a seventeen inning game. But like when Ferrer hit that home run, like how hard is it not to just like you know get up and dance on the table, right? And, and yeah. stay composed and be professional. <laughs> uh, I've definitely let some comments slip on accident before. Like, oh, what were they doing on that play? But um, on the home run, especially. Uh, Chip Baker and I, like, there was a couple of balls that had been pretty deep that night, and Chip and I were, like, grabbing each other, you know, like, about knocking each other over. Probably me more so knocking him over because I'm probably a little bigger. But nonetheless, um, 
broadcasting has been really cool. Uh, it is personally my favorite way to stay in the game. Um, I like doing camps and things like that, but I really love talking the game. Uh, I love the knowledge that I've learned and I love to talk to people that know more than me um, and continue to teach me. So uh, broadcasting has been more of like a passion project for me. I started right out of school. I started locally with um, some small um, community college games and state college level games and just had a good gig locally and then kind of expanded more into some other opportunities. And I just always said yes. Um, I did some Stetson games. I got a game in Texas on ESPNU for national television. I thought it was really cool. Um, just taking chances, saying yes, and introducing myself to people. So um, Meg Aronowitz is who essentially got me connected um, through the ESPN gig and then Kirby at Florida State. Um, I reached out to him the last couple of years on the softball side, but I had a little bit limited of, of a schedule because of running my own camps and clinics. So it was kind of always hard to make it align. And the last couple of years through COVID, I essentially like minimized my camps and clinics and decided, you know, if opportunities for broadcasting presented themselves, I was going to say yes. And so, um, like I said, it's definitely more of a passion project. I would love to do it all the time if it makes sense um, financially. And so that's ultimately like a dream of mine would be a full-time broadcasting gig. Um, I will say that the baseball side has been really cool and it's only been three games so far, but just the conversations that happen and the speed of the game is really interesting to me because I knew it was slower. Um, but talking the game is extremely fun and it's a passion of mine. And so I would say that, you know, Florida State has a really great crew in terms of Sean, who does the play-by-play, -play, and, and Chip has obviously been long-tenured at Florida State, really knowledgeable about the program. Um, so I'm really glad that Kirby gave me the chance to do baseball. And I got real, I was really nervous, I'm not going to lie, uh, just being a woman in the game. And I didn't want these guys to be like, who is this girl? Like, who does she think she is? And what does she think she knows? And I just really wanted to stay within myself, not act like I know what it's like to play baseball, because I don't. Um, but really just knowing what it's like to play softball and knowing the approach, the mindset and, you know, just an elite level, high level competitive athlete is really just what I wanted to bring to the table. So I've loved it. It's awesome. It's definitely challenging, but I love um, the challenge of it and just the way in which it's difficult, but it's, it's so fun. And I guess this is for both you, Alex and Devin, just about the community of, of athletes on Florida State's campus. Um, uh, Alex, you just mentioned Chip Baker and, you know, he is famous for whenever Florida State football has a shutout, he will have a spiked baseball delivered to the defensive coordinator. Um, I'm not sure if you know that or not, but he, he's been doing that for he's geez, he's been almost here 50 years at Florida State. Um but again, it just goes to show the community of the coaches. Do you, did you feel that when you guys are athletes at Florida State? Because we, we do a lot of talk with the boosters, and we've had Michael Alford on here several times. Um, and it, it just seems like it's just a whole athletics community, almost like the Olympic Village, right, that you always hear about. Um, just how cool is that to be able to you know, have those relationships with athletes among other sports while you're at Florida State and what it means. Uh, Alex, maybe you can touch on it beyond Florida State as well. Yeah, I would say the connectivity of the coaches themselves has been huge. Um, I know when I was there in Dev, it's probably the same too. The coaches and administration look a little bit different, but the coaches were invested in the other sports. So walking around campus, you know, coaches would know who you are and what sport you played. And, and it was a mutual level of respect. Um, but more so than that was really the administration. You know, we have a great administration at Florida State, and I know um, athletic directors and things like that have changed over the years, but I was always fully supported. You know, some of the, the biggest fans of Florida State softball 
are within the athletic department. And that dates back to Vanessa Fuchs when she was here. And I know she recently took another position um, as the CEO of a company, which is so deserving for her. And, you know, you have Vicki Cup and all of these other softball fans who are so heavily integrated in Florida State athletics and Florida State administration and really invest in the program and, and the softball team specifically because of what Coach does. Um, and because of who Coach is, essentially. And so I think that's been probably one of the coolest things. And the involvement, heck, I had literally the president of the university, President Thrasher, write my letters of recommendation for my two graduate um, programs with Florida State and both my master's degrees. He literally wrote my letters of recommendation. I don't think most people can say that the university president did that for them. And so just the accessibility that they offer was bar none. So... Yeah, I, would, I mean, it's definitely the same for me. A um, little bit of a different administration, but Vicky as well. And then Cindy um, really supports us and really love her. And obviously, um, Michael Alford being around a lot, it's really cool to get to meet him and his family. And then I would say also, you know, just athlete wise, like I saw Alex calling that game because right after our game, we walked over to watch a few innings of baseball. And, you know, my roommates and I, every chance we get, we love to go watch beach volleyball. And they're really awesome. And Soccer is amazing and just overall everything, um, just the community we have as we're athletes here. And then as Alex can attest to afterwards, um, it really speaks um, speaks to everyone and shows how how different it is here, I think, than a lot of other places. We've talked to a lot of people and yeah, that family, you talked about it on your visit, Devin, right? Like that family atmosphere and it's so many it's so many levels of it, right? Like obviously you have the family with your team and then the Florida state athletic community at, like you said, going to other events. I, was it you and Josie at the soccer games earlier this mm -hmm. year that, yeah. that they showed like super early in the year, like maybe like first game or something, Texas mm -hmm. A&M. I don't know who they were playing, but um, yeah, I mean, you can definitely feel that. And then obviously the university level for, for the big stuff um, is really neat. And Alex, you were talking about if, you know, broadcasting just in general and going forward and stuff, there's an opening for a, for a play-by-play -play guy for the football team right now. With, oh, is with, that right? Uh, <laughs> a certain, certain someone moving on from there too. So just maybe throw your hat in the ring for that one and see what happens. So um, yeah. no, but I, I do, I do. I think you've, again, not to pat you guys on the back too much. I thought you did a really good job on the baseball stuff. And a lot of it I felt like was because you were not that you're not talented, but like, you're just so close to the game and you had just been playing and you could, you could just recognize stuff from, from being a, an athlete. It's literally like you had just been competing and, and kind of knowing different stuff. So no, I thought it was, I thought it was really fun. I, I enjoyed having you out there and, and looking forward to this weekend too. Yeah. That'll be good. Um, cool. Devin, last thing I have for you and then we'll kind of go back and forth and, and get out of here. We appreciate you guys this time. We talked a little bit about, you know, whether or not, last season motivates you or if it's more just, you know, focused on this team. And we've gotten that answer a lot. We're just focused on this team. We're, yeah. we're trying to stay in the moment. How is it difficult to, is it difficult to not look ahead at times? Cause like, you know, I don't have to tell you guys this, you guys are really good, right? Number two team in the country right now. Number one in our hearts, right? Is that what they always say? But <laughs> number two team in the country, we know you're really good. Is it difficult to not just say like, man, I just wish we were, in Oklahoma city right now, I wish we were playing in our regional right now. I wish we were in the ACC championship. How, how do you focus on these last what 23 ish games left and then the ACC and then all those other steps uh, and not get so far ahead of yourself? Yeah. I mean, I would say yes and no, no, because like our mindset is 
you know, we still have a lot of things to work on. We feel like we could, like, we're not even close to what we could be as a squad. So we have so much more to show and so much more to give. So how, how are we going to attain that? How do we do that week in and week out, day in and day out? Um, so I think, no, in that sense that we really want, you know, more, we want to see more from ourselves, from each other and, you know, kind of see what we can do because we know we kind of have some special brewing and we want to, we want to make the most of it and take advantage of it. Um, the best we can. And then I'll say yes, in the sense that, you know, a little bit last year, I didn't think I realized how hard and how long postseason was. And so to like, think of it, it's a little bit daunting um, to know, like kind of what you have to go through to get back to where you want to go. But I mean, we've put in the work, we've, you know, all off season, all year, we put in the work to get where we want to go. So I think that makes it a lot easier to not think about that aspect of it. And then um, I honestly think like those big time games that we've been playing has really kind of helped um, us realize like what those moments in the postseason are going to feel like. So we don't have to be like, oh, what's it going to be like in LSU game two extra innings? You know, we're getting a little bit of that right now with UCLA and Clearwater. So it's just really neat. Um, I definitely think that we're in the moment and it is hard, but we just really think we could be, you know, we could do a little bit better. And so we're really just focused on that as a squad and excited to see where that can take us. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about this a little bit off air, um, but talk to us a little about, you said it's kind of tough in season, which totally makes sense, but talk to us a little bit about NIL, how that's kind of changed the game. Obviously, Alex, sorry that that wasn't a thing when you were there, but I wasn't the one passing legislation, so don't blame me. Uh, but Devin, talk to us a little bit about some of the stuff, some of the ways that people can support you with uh, NIL. Obviously, supporting the softball team helps too, but like what, what they can do to support you directly through NIL efforts. Yeah, NIL is – it's crazy. I um, kind of just passed right after season last year and kind of – you know, I think some older girls like Sid, Sid tries to take a lot of opportunities because, you know, it's her last year, whereas some of us younger girls were a little bit – nervous kind of see feel out the water and then signed with um no off-season sports and they've really helped me with a lot and I actually just launched um some clothes and so just kind of get excited to see how that does and see what it does a good starting point um I think a few of us have that Sid has that I know Mudge is you know looking to do some stuff like that Michaela um it's really cool but it is difficult in season because you know you think you have all this free time on the road and you have like a day off, but you just don't realize, especially now with, you know, the end of semester coming up, how busy you are and how much kind of need that downtime to just relax and, you know, take a break. So it is really difficult, but I think a lot of us are trying to take advantage of it and kind of just use it to the best of our ability. Um, it's just really cool for us. You know, girls, I think a lot of the times we don't get as many opportunities but like you said earlier I think a lot of the games and the platforms it's really helping us with NIL and so it's just a super cool opportunity um, for everyone and just really excited to see where it goes yeah softball almost has like a, a cult following at FSU and it's honestly just because of how good you guys are right like and how how good of a program that has been built and so yeah, I'm, I hope people do support and are supportive. Jake's my guy over at No Off Season, so I love Jake Norris, and uh, I'm glad that you're with them and working on that for sure. Um, last two things. I have one one for each of you, and Richie and I talked about this. We're going to, like, formalize this, but we're going to use you guys as our guinea pigs as how we want to do this. But I listened to another podcast or have heard it, and 
they're they're they ask the same questions of people every time, which I guess we kind of do that with the Guthrie's thing. But I've got one more for each of you. Alex, I'm gonna make you go first on this. Okay. But would you say you're and then Devin, you get to like have a minute to formulate your answer here. Um, would you say you're more motivated, Alex, by the thrill of victory or the agony of defeat? Mm. Just in general. No, agony of defeat, definitely. Yeah. Um, we did exercises in school. And I literally, I didn't know the word for it, but I literally said that I was being, I was scared of being mediocre and average. Mm. Um, and my whole life, my dad would make the comment of, it's okay, Alex, the world need, needs average people. And I'm like, yeah, dad, well, I'm not going to be one of them. And so, it. yeah, it was almost like, like wanting to prove myself in so many ways. And like, while success was, you know, always the goal, it was like, failure was never the option. And so I think I always use that as the driving force. I don't know that that's the right answer, um, but it worked for me. And I think it still does of wanting to chase dreams. So I love, I love that passive aggressive parenting. Like oh, you can be average if you want, we'll still love you. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, okay. it'll be great if you want to, but you're fine if you're average. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Literally the world needs average people. Like <laughs> that is true, but yeah. yeah, that's, that's uh, I like your answer back to Devin. How about you? Same thing. I don't think I could have said it better. Um, I'm also not sure it's the right way to go about it. Um, definitely had some of those conversations with Coach uh, and T. Will and T. Cam, but um, definitely the same thing. Agony and defeat pushes me for sure. Um, I've never played Division One athletics. I'm sure, that's not a shock to you guys, but <laughs> I can even say that like as a fan. Like I was in. I was in Pasadena when we beat Auburn, right? And like, that was amazing, but it doesn't even compare with how bad I felt like the next year when we lost to our, like it just, it is man. Like the, you know, the highs are great, but anything I can avoid do to avoid the lows, like, and I'm just a fan. Like I'm just like watching it on TV or watching it in the stands or whatever. So uh, Devin, Alex, we appreciate you guys a ton for hanging out. We can't say thank you enough. Um, Devin will be cheering for you for the rest of the season. Alex Thank will be you. cheering for you in the Probably. broadcast booth. And <laughs> yeah, and, and when you're doing everything else that you do, uh, we appreciate a ton what you guys have done for Florida State, do for Florida State. And again, thank you guys so much for hanging out tonight. We really enjoyed it. Thanks. Go Knowles. Thank Knowles. you guys so much. Yeah, you guys take care. Bye, y'all. Bye. Alex Powers and Devin Flaherty. That was fun. They're awesome. They're really they're really cool. So I, I love our softball team. Like I said, they have a cult following and I feel like I'm, you know, a bunch of that to me, just like I'm, I'm always, you know, watching the games and live between the games and everything else. So ton of fun. Um, they were awesome. Uh, I have one quick shout out and then we'll get out of here. Softball and baseball have some really cool shirts that uh, Garnet and gold has put out They're gold. You guys know the Sunday golds that both teams wear. Yeah. Go check them out, garnetandgold.com. Use no slaw, N-O-S-L-A-W, at garnetandgold.com. Get one of those softball uh, and baseball gold shirts. I'm going to get one of each uh, when I'm up there uh, next weekend because I've always wanted the gold stuff because I love their Sunday uniforms and their championship uniforms. Hopefully, I'll get a lot of wear out of that in late May and early June for both teams. Um, I don't have anything else. Richie, you got anything before we go? No, that was really cool. It, it's cool to have someone like Alex who was there towards like the 
beginning middle to kind of start of the dynasty and now you have devin whose dynasty is full on you know full speed ahead of mode right now so i really enjoyed the, those those two girls yeah they were fantastic so well good stuff appreciate fsu softball and fsu's athletic program for letting us do those interviews ton of fun with both of them support the fsu softball nil um especially Devin, who was gracious enough with her time to come on here and chat with us. We will be back on Sunday to talk about whatever happens in the Final Four, to talk about this week of spring football, to talk about hopefully, I believe, a 4-0 week. For, or no, they play four games, five games? I don't know. 4-0, 5-0 week for uh, softball. Baseball plays tomorrow night, so excited for that to beat Florida. We'll be back on Sunday to talk about all of it. Until then, go Knowles. Real quick, real quick. Duke or no. Carolina. What do you got? Because I got Duke winning. We'll be live. Duke yeah, I got Duke. Winning. I got Carolina winning, and I'm I cannot wait. I'm ready for oh, Duke. Can we exit. bet something? Can Duke, we bet I'm, something on here? Gonna be we can do a little bet. Yeah. yeah we we, we, Harlan's got Duke as well. Um, we, we could do a bottle of bourbon, fifty bucks or less. That's that's kind of my wheel. I'll go with that bottle of bourbon. Yeah, that that goes well with my lifestyle. So, but you got to buy it for me and Harlan if you lose. No, Reach. no. 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 <laughs> All right. No, I will we'll actually. I will. I, I will. But you both well, have to you get two. Yeah. Handle. You both give you me get... a handle. I get you both a seven fifty. I think that's Let it work. Let it work. We'll see All you right, Sunday. Cool. <laughs> we'll be back on Sunday. And now you got me cheering like FSU football fans. But go do. <laughs> <laughs> but go Knowles, really.